You're listening to Episode 12 of the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast, where we explore how insurance agents can leverage technology to create better relationships with our prospects, customers, and agency team members. We believe tech should help us serve customers better and more efficiently, not replace the human-to-human interaction that's made the independent insurance agent a trusted advisor to clients. You'll hear from industry experts and agents who are on the leading edge of marketing, tech, and providing world-class customer experiences. It's time to level up the industry, and you're the trendsetters who can. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast. This is Charlotte Hicks, and I'm here with George Robertson. Hey, it's good to be here, everybody. So, George, in our last podcast, you gave our listeners a lot of really helpful tips on working remotely. And now we're in the the situation where some states are starting to loosen up their stay-at-home orders. It's and it's going to happen over a fairly long period of time. I think correct. Um, So, you know, as we're getting into that, I thought it would be great to give our listeners some financial and marketing tips for moving forward in this world that has changed so drastically. Yes, I agree. I think it's safe to say that we've all been impacted by the COVID pandemic in some way. And Charlotte, tell us, how are agencies doing financially through this crisis? Well, you know, it's interesting because there's some that are doing really, really well. I've talked to some agents that are writing a lot of new business. Uh, I've talked to some that are are struggling or having a hard time. Um, But, you know, everyone across the board are facing unknowns. They're just not sure how things are going to work out over the next six to 12 months. You know, we've, we've got in our state, in North Carolina, and I, and I think probably in many other states, the insurance commissioners have allowed consumers to postpone the payment of their premiums. You know, they don't get a, a premium forgiveness, but they certainly get um, some premium deferrals. Um, and so that may delay the cash flow for some agents. Um, in some cases, some companies are giving premium refunds. I know the the auto insurance company I'm with gave a 15% refund for the months of April and May because we were stuck at home and we weren't driving. You know, in fact, I got um, five weeks out of a half a tank of gas. You know, so much <laughs> less driving. Yeah, gas is dropping, so that's that's one thing I like. Right. You know, and then different agencies have different niche exposures. So depending on what your book of business makeup was may also depend on how much of a financial impact you have from the, um, the, the COVID pandemic. I mean, certainly someone who has a concentration of spas and gyms and service industries like salons or, um, you know, nail salons or hair salons, are obviously going to take a pretty big hit, I think. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Charlotte, in, in that regard. I think when we do open back up, uh, maybe a good idea to give those people an extra uh, tip or a little extra money because they, they're going to have been without for quite a while. But uh, let's talk a little bit. What should agencies do right now to make sure that they stay financially healthy? Well, I mean, first, it's you, you need to assess where you are now. You know, some agencies have had a stockpile of cash. Maybe they were getting ready to make an acquisition. So they're in pretty good shape um, with cash. Other agencies, maybe they didn't have as much cash on hand. 
Um, so, you know, they might be a little nervous uh, about the cash flow that's coming on. So the very first thing to do is to look at your cash flow. What cash do you have coming? What can you be certain that's going to, to still come in? Um, what are your expenses? Really take a hard look at those expenses and say, you know, are there expenses that can maybe be deferred or um, delayed? You know, if you've got a, an agency where you've got a mortgage on your agency building, perhaps that's something you can get some deferment on or, or rent if you rent it. Uh, I know some agencies have had a you know, good bit of success having conversations with those because that's usually a really, really large expense. Um, taking advantage of financial relief available. I've talked to several agents that were able to get the um, payroll protection program loans, which are forgivable in order to continue paying their staff. Um, there are other small business loans available. And then there's, there's just some other resources for, um, for income or bridge loans. You know, some carriers may be willing to help you bridge um, a period of time with them, particularly if you've been a great agent for them for a long period of time. There may be community um, options. So just be very, very aware of exactly what you need and what the resources are that you could potentially go to. Um, and then it's so, it's so important now to prioritize revenue generation. And when I say revenue generation, I'm not just talking about new clients, although obviously new customers matter, but also your existing clients. What can you do to preserve the revenue that you have in your agency? Uh, because we're certainly going to see some companies going out of business. But, you know, one of the things with giving um, consumers a chance to defer revenue while it may be a short-term cash flow situation in your agency, it also may preserve that customer. And so they don't have to cancel. And so they do stay your customer. So, you know, look, look at the silver lining um, to that darker cloud of, of cash flow to say, well, you know, it's better to keep that customer and then to have to try to find someone to replace them. Yeah, exactly, Charlotte. And I think anything we can do to you know, reach out to those customers that the agents have and, and help them during this particular uh, difficult time uh, is important. You know, maybe it's advertising for them and telling them what they're doing on Facebook or doing some other things to help promote their business. But in, in prioritizing the revenue generation, that's a significant point for the agent. Uh, what do you think they're the best way for the agents to accomplish that task? Well, I really believe that there are some steps that you must take right now. You know, one of the things that's so frustrating about the situation we're in is that you just don't feel like there's there's a clear directive, that, that there's just so much information coming from so many different places. You just feel like you're in this fog all the time. And so consumers feel that as well, and they they need clarity, and they particularly need clarity from you. And there are three areas that I think is extremely important to get clarity in. One is knowing exactly who your ideal customer or customers are. You know, know who that person is. Know who really is, you know, the best for your agency, the best for your particular um, type of coverage availability that you have, the companies you do business with. Who can you really serve? better than anyone else. So it is very important to know who that is. A second area of clarity that you need is in your core offer. Now you may have multiple 
offers and multiple core products in your agency. Uh, but for example, I know agents that during this time, you know, people got very, very scared, especially early in the pandemic, when all of a sudden someone seemed healthy and two weeks later they were gone. And so the so many more people are thinking about life insurance. So agencies perhaps that have always sold life insurance, but it really hasn't been a a leading offer for them. Perhaps this is the time to have that conversation with people to say, you know, is this here something we can do to help give you a little more security during very uncertain times? Um, health insurance. There, there are many people who have lost their health insurance that have, maybe it was through work. Um, so maybe they might be looking for health insurance and need some guidance through that. So, uh, or, you know, perhaps, like I said, maybe you were focused in one particular niche and that niche is having difficulty now. Perhaps you want us to shift and focus with another one that you can serve well, you know, but, but is doing um, better financially. And it doesn't mean that you're abandoning, for example, you're not going to abandon the gyms and fitness centers that you have, but you may need to supplement it with another industry or an, another market segment that has a little more financial stability right now in order to keep your agency healthy. And then the third area you need to get clarity in is your message. Um, one of the, we've certainly seen this with all of the COVID messages. When you hear things that are contradictory, you, you don't act at all. And it's the same thing. If people hear you say things that are contradictory, you know, for example, if, you're con- if you say, you know, come with us, you're, you're going to save 20%. You always say 20%, 20%. And then they hear another uh, message from you that says, it's not how much you save, it's the service you get. And you're like, well, which one right. is it? You know? So you want to be very, very clear about how you communicate. You want to communicate to that ideal customer in a way that they understand using their language. You want to also communicate in a way that's appropriate for where you are than relationship. You know, when you're talking to your best friend, you have a different conversation than you do with someone you've just met, right? I mean, if you just meet someone, are you going to sit down and then complain about your relationship with your sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, no. You're just not. I don't think so. Or your brother. But if you're having a glass of wine with the best friend, maybe you do. <laughs> oh, ab- yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure that conversation will last a while. And so, you know, your conversations are different depending on where that person is um, in relationship with you. And you're always, always, this is, was true long before the pandemic, and it will be true until the end of time. And that is that your communication needs to be customer-centric. And I'll give you a real easy example where one word can completely change the feeling of an ad. There was an ad that I saw on Facebook, and it's actually a company I do business with. And they started out, we're proud to be an essential business. And I said, why don't we change one word and say, we're grateful to be able to serve you as an essential business. Good point. Can you see the difference in the feeling? One of those is about me, and one of those is about them. Exactly. And uh, uh, another example, um, it's not just the words you use, but also the images. Um, I had a friend put up an image. Uh, They do a lot of public speaking, work with uh, companies, and they put up a picture of them speaking at a conference that they had spoken to in January. You know, so it's fairly recent. They put this up on social media. 
and just got obliterated because the timing when they put it up was at the very beginning when everything was shutting down and everyone was really scared because we didn't know what we were doing, what was going on. We, we heard about this horrible number of deaths and you just felt like if you walked outside that this COVID virus was going to be shot down from a space missile and destroy you. I mean, you just really felt that way. Um, so anyway, he had this picture of him in front of this big crowd and, and people kept posting. It's like, you're crazy. You're killing people. What are you doing? This, you know, and they, they got very upset by it and they had a very negative reaction. And he said, he's like, LOL. No, this was from before all the COVID stuff. And they're like, take that down. It's just, you know, because it upset them. It actually caused a very visceral emotional reaction. Yeah. And and that- that's a good point, Charlotte. I know that uh, in speaking with some people who do digital marketing, sometimes they schedule things to go out automatically. And in this particular time, you should really go back and make sure that you're not sending something out that, that might actually offend somebody because you just forgot that it was scheduled to go out. Yeah, and I actually saw that. It reminds me of something I saw back during Superstorm Sandy. And it's a, uh, someone I know that's a great marketer. They, they you know do a great job in their business. And they sent out an email because it had been pre-sent out. I mean, they knew Sandy was coming. So they're going to news jacket a little bit and say, you know, oh, doom and gloom, people are going to die. You know, they just talk about how ridiculous all the media hype was. Well, it came out on the day that the announcement of all the people that did die in Sandy. And I mean, talk about tone deaf, <laughs> you know, and it, and it was just, it was horrible, horrible. And so, you know, you want to be very, very aware of what you're saying, and you don't want to make light of people's pain. Um, one thing I'll say is messaging now. Um, there was a period of time when, when people were responding to COVID-specific advertising, and that has seemed to have shifted now. It's starting to totally wane. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. And so people now, they want you to acknowledge what's going on. You know, you can't be act like nothing's ever happened. But but you don't, it doesn't have to have that COVID language in it necessarily. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. I, I have to say the same thing myself because you, know, you see all these commercials on television now and, and, and they're getting to be a little depressing. And, and I'm, even though I know this is a difficult time, I just think, you know, maybe you know, something a little easier, kind of lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. And again, you know, you just might say, you know, of course, I, please don't use these words in these unprecedented times because that has been <laughs> right. overused and overused. You know, it's fine to say, you know, you know perhaps you're, you know, we're, we're figuring out the new normal or we're figuring out how to move forward in this situation. You know, acknowledge that it's not just a normal day, but, you know, you don't, you don't have to wrap it all in, um, in all in, in COVID, so to speak. Yeah. So now you've given us three areas, the I, knowing your ideal customer, knowing your core offer. And I think in the core offer piece too, Charlotte, to that degree at this moment in time, the life insurance and the health insurance really come to the top, uh, in my opinion. And then your message, uh, you know, knowing what to say and when to say it uh, is important. What What is the next step? Well, once you have all that clarity, then it's very easy to actually take the next step, which is look at your strategy. What has your marketing strategy been? How have you been attracting new people? How do people find out about you? How, what's that initial discussion? You know, look at those, those very front-end conversations that you're having, whether it's on your blog or on videos you're doing 
or, you know, you know, some agents were, you know, using speaking events. Well, of course, maybe you're not speaking. Maybe you're going on a, a podcast or maybe you are doing an online um, webinar or something for people. But just look at that first conversation. Look at all of those, that whole process of someone getting to first know about you, understand what you can offer, um, have, starting to have a conversation with you. Either they give you their email address or they call you or they want to have a conversation, say, yeah, I want to talk to you about my insurance, you know, and, and, and then how you bring them along until they've made a purchase and then obviously ascending up into um, buying multiple lines from you. So, you know, think about that strategy, think that whole process and just rethink it in light of where we are now and then decide what tactics now work the best. And by tactics, I mean, you know, you may use Facebook ads, you may use LinkedIn ads, you may use blogging, you may use video, you may use um, direct mail, whatever you decide to use. Look and say, I know I was using this, does it still make sense? And, and for example, if I'm using a Facebook ad, does where that ad goes to now still have the right message? Or, you know, do I need to look at that whole um, process, that whole funnel, and make sure everything is is as it should be now? And, and, and maybe I need to shift. I mean, right now, Facebook ads are very, very inexpensive. Facebook viewership way up, Facebook ad cost way down. Um, I've, I've actually talked to a company where their problem was they couldn't get enough ads, but there was just a limit to how much they could they could put themselves in front of because um, they were getting such a great response on Facebook. Um, that doesn't mean throw out a Facebook ad with nothing behind it. You've got to have the right. whole whole process, but just look at what the tactics are. Look at what you're comfortable with and look at maybe, maybe the time to shift some of those, particularly if you've, if one of your taxes, key tactics has been being in person face to face, people maybe aren't as comfortable with that, but they might be more comfortable doing a zoom call or a Skype call with you. You know, there may be ways to have that face-to-face interaction without physically being um, right there with them. And then finally, make sure you have your key performance indicators or metrics. Make sure they're measurable and meaningful so you can see that are the tactics I'm using, are, am I getting the results I want to get? And if you see areas that need to be adjusted, you're able to do it instead of just, you know, throwing everything out there and, and hoping and praying something works. So you're, you absolutely are going to need to adjust as you go forward. We don't know what things are going to look like six months from now. Um, you know, maybe things will be kind of like they were before. I kind of doubt it. I think things are going to be different. I just don't know how yet, you know, and, and how people are going to react. We, I see people that are absolutely terrified of states reopening. You know, no, everybody needs to stay at home to at True. least 2022. Right. You know, and other people are like, I want out there now. And I, you know, <laughs> I know. you got one extreme to the other and everybody in between. So, you know, I don't know how, how any agents per customer base is going to react because everyone's going to be a little bit different. So we, you just have to work through it and see what they respond to and see what gets the response that you want, which is a building of the relationship and a building of trust between you and that customer. So the key is, you know, having your clarity, have a plan, employ the right tactics and being able to make course corrections as things change. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's very important, Charlotte. And I think uh, you put together some things for us as well for our listeners. You want to tell them a little bit about that? Sure. I've actually put together a crisis recovery roadmap. 
that goes into some more detail of exactly what we've talked about today that our listeners can download. Um, it's free. And I'll put a link to the show notes um, for the podcast to that roadmap. And the show notes can be found at insurance agencies, trendsetters, insurance agency, trendsetters.com forward slash zero one two. And of course, also at that insurance agency, trendsetters.com, you can find all of our past podcasts. So if this is the first one you have been able to hear, I certainly hope you'll go back and listen to some of the others, particularly episode 11, which is where we talked about working remotely, because even going forward, I think working remotely is going to be part of our lives, uh, maybe forever. Well, let's hope not forever. <laughs> well, maybe not 100% remotely, but yeah, the ability. Yeah. I'd like to get back to a restaurant. <laughs> yes. That's great. Yes, absolutely. Move. But the technology you talked about in there is, is valuable technology yeah. for an agency to have all the time. Yeah, I totally agree, Charlotte. And, and, you know, I go back to, you know, just some of the technology we're using for communication and seeing agents really engage with that technology has really been beneficial. I think when everybody comes back in, uh, it'll continue to be used. And I think even consumers will start to work and, and communicate in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it just gives them more tools in their toolbox to build a relationship. And, you know, we, we both are, I know you believe this as much as I do, that technology to, should help you build a better relationship with your clients, not replace the relationship. Absolutely. So I want to thank everybody for being with us today. And Charlotte, thanks for all the great information on helping agents with their finances and preparing during this pandemic, as well as marketing ideas uh, that they can use. And we look forward to seeing everybody on our next podcast. See you then. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us on the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can find show notes for each episode at insuranceagencytrendsetters.com, as well as links to contact Charlotte and George. We'll see you next time on the podcast.